Hello friends, welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast with me, Robin Savage. I hope you're having a great week, a great month. Oh my gosh, even just a great moment wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I'm so thankful that you've chosen to spend these moments with me having this conversation. I know there's about a zillion podcasts out there and it always blows my mind that you choose to listen to this one and have these conversations with me. I'm genuinely so thankful. So as always, if there is a moment throughout this podcast where you feel like, oh my gosh, someone else needs to hear this or my community needs to know this or this will help other people, then please share it. It helps me get these conversations out there. And I do really genuinely feel like the connection between you and me and your people is really supporting a new way of being and working and growing and scaling these brands that we all desire to have an impact. So you can really help me out, honestly, by taking a screenshot, sharing it on your Instagram and tagging me at Robin, R-O-B-Y-N, underscore savage and just sharing the brand is you podcast with your community so thank you in advance for just taking the time to do that i genuinely genuinely appreciate it so today's combo is all about unlocking your creativity and we're gonna do that by busting the myth of the creative block now i had this realization for myself, I was actually recording this podcast already, take one, and while I was speaking, I realized, oh my gosh, actually this podcast (laughs) needs to be about this, this one thing. So I really honed in on this message to bring a true sense of clarity to this conversation. And then we'll have some more chats about expanding your creativity in future conversations on the pod. But for now, I really want to work through this myth and this like really easy excuse of having a creative block or having writer's block and to give you a different perspective or reframe on this so that you can have more of an understanding of what's really genuinely happening in your body, in your mind, in your being when you think you're experiencing a creative block. So I will preface this by saying that any time I'm experiencing a creative block, it is shadowed with force, pressure, and need. So if you ever find yourself, first and foremost, in this moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I need to do this thing. I feel pressure to get this thing done, or I feel like it needs to look a certain way or be a certain length or be done by a certain amount of time, and you feel this pressure building and this restriction come in, then guess what? That's not a creative block. That is resistance forming against your own creative energy. So if you can imagine a waterfall from like Fern Gully, okay, we are going there. This beautiful waterfall, there's like fairies floating around the biggest trees and they're beautiful. And this waterfall is so abundant. Like there is no end, no end to the the flow of this waterfall. That waterfall is representative of your creative energy, okay? Creative energy is life force energy, vital energy, inspired 
energy. Inhaling, exhaling energy, movement, reciprocation, that giving and taking that we experience with life. The full presence. It is the movement of you in the world. So that is the waterfall. And as we move in this life, until we choose to become stagnant, until we choose to stand still and keep our feet planted on the earth like a pole, like a column, and we become rigid, we stop moving with that fluid energy in our lives, then we are moving with life. We are moving with life until we choose to stop. And what does that look like? It means we resist change. It means we give people the silent treatment. It means we don't make eye contact. It means we stay in bed too long. It means we don't do the workout. It means we stay in our comfort zone and stop pushing our own edges. It means we stop when we feel disappointment. It means we fear failure so intensely that we don't move. It means that the remote control or our cellular devices become attached to our bodies and we forget that things beyond that screen exist. And when we become rigid, guess what happens? Our creativity becomes numb. So are we creatively blocked? No. We are stagnant. We are still. We are unchanging. We are trying to dominate the currents of life by being so stubborn and so unwilling to change and move that we are missing the dynamic forces, that we are missing the creativity and the life force energy that is available to us. So here is the thing that we need to know. As creative entrepreneurs, this is, I believe, the number one thing that we need to remember. There is no separation between us and our creative energy. There is no separation between you and the words that want to be said. There is no separation between you and that video that you want to take. There is no separation between you and your truth. There is no separation between you and your vision. There is no separation between you right now and the you that you want to be. The only thing keeping you separate from saying the thing, from writing the thing, from filming the thing, from doing the thing, from putting your art out into the world is the fear that is standing between the you that has already said it because you're afraid of how it might land, because you're afraid of what they might say, because you're afraid it will be rejected or not liked or not go viral, because you're afraid it won't work. And so are we creatively blocked? No. We are one with our creativity. We can't be blocked from it. It would be like clogging an artery. It would be like saying my happiness is blocked. Well, go do something that brings you joy and you'll feel that happiness for a moment. So here's a thing that I want to show you and I want to talk to you about, okay? Every single time I try to force my creativity, it does not show up for me. Anytime I try to force an orgasm, it falls flat. Anytime I try to feign love, my people notice, okay? When we try to force ourselves to be creative and we stand there rigid, waiting for it to show up for us, mm -mm. we're not meeting creativity then. 
We're demanding it. And creativity does not like to be demanded. The same way love does not like to be demanded or money does not like to be demanded or sex does not like to be demanded. The same way you do not like to be demanded, right? So our job as creative entrepreneurs is to open back up to creativity, not to stand there like a column, like a rigid pole in the middle of life, but to engage with life, to soften, to feel, not to think or to need, but to feel, to experience, to move. And what happens, even as I say those words, what happens to your body? Your waterfall of creativity starts to relax, starts to unwind, starts to feel a little bit fluid. Your shoulders probably relax down your back and you start to recognize, oh my gosh, I've been forcing my way through something that does not like to be forced. I've been rigid in the midst of a waterfall of opportunity to create something that doesn't need me to force it to come to life that will naturally move through me when I soften enough to let it flow through me. Now, there's so many things around this that are so interesting. I mean, first and foremost, the way that we've been taught to work. If you are an entrepreneur who is still forcing yourself to sit at a desk and work from 9 to 6 p.m., and you feel like creative block and writer's block come to you often. You know, you don't have new ideas. You feel like you're running on the hamster wheel trying to get things done constantly. Your productivity is low. Your fire in your belly is dim and dull and you're unfulfilled and you're lacking inspiration and you feel like, right? If that is you, then challenge your schedule. Challenge yourself to show up in a different way. Schedule walks, schedule lunch breaks. Oh my gosh, schedule nature, schedule phone calls with friends, schedule dance breaks and open your window and allow yourself to drink electrolytes and take a bath in the middle of the day and expand your schedule, challenge your schedule. Okay. And there's a reason for that. When we break a cycle of routine, and we welcome spontaneity, we are naturally inviting in creativity because we're showing our mind, our conscious mind, that it is okay not to know what comes next. That this routine can be broken and in fact I can open myself up to the possibility of what comes next when I don't know what comes next. That in itself is an act of creativity, right? What happens if I do this differently? Hmm, I don't know, let's go see. A creative mind is a curious mind. So allow yourself to break the trend of monotony that you think feels really fucking good. You know, I was having a conversation with someone, dear Tracy, on the weekend. I ran into her at the new burger spot in town. I was like, Tracy, how are you? She's like, oh my gosh, Rob, you're just always on the go and traveling with your kids. And man, I need to be more like you. I need to force myself to like get out of my routine more often. I said, Trace, you don't need to. You're like, if you love your routine, then fucking love it, woman. Like, you don't need to do anything. And she was like, no. Listen, you know, I do need to because every time I do it, it feels so liberating. And it feels so fucking good. And I'm proud of myself. 
And with her response, I said, you know what? Yeah, it does sound like breaking your routine gives you a different type of satisfaction than staying in your routine gives you. Okay, being in routine serves a lot of us, particularly if we have kids, right? Being in routine creates this cadence of predictability, consistency that's really good for our nervous systems. However, creativity is non-linear. Get this. Creativity is a wave, a spiral of manifestation. An idea can come in a single moment that changes everything. But when we're stuck in a linear, predictable pattern, routine, there's not much room for the spirals of manifestation to show up for us and surprise us, therefore blocking our ability to see things creatively because our lives are so predictable. So if you are a creative entrepreneur, I challenge you to challenge your schedule. Go face to face with that schedule and see what happens, okay? Next, I want you to answer this question for yourself. And I do not know about you, but still, I am a 36-year-old woman, goddammit, and I have a really hard time answering this question. Why is that? Maybe some of you have some feedback on that. But the question is so simple, and it's this. What do I like? What do I like? We've been conditioned to give so much of ourselves away to nourish others, to care for others, to appease others, to please others, to keep things neat and tidy so that others feel comfortable and safe and happy. And we've been so conditioned to do this so well that I don't know about you, but it takes me work to remember some days what it is I like especially when in relationship and raising kids and growing a business with clients and needs and managing a team that also has needs. And I want to do well for all those people. So who am I in that? Now, here's where the relevance comes in, in terms of creative blocks. When we talk about this question, what do I like? If we don't know what we like, then it is very highly likely that we are spending majority of our time giving ourselves to other people and prioritizing others over us, people-pleasing. When we give ourselves away, all of our energy, all of our time, all of our resources to everyone outside of us and we don't fill our own cups, well, guess what happens to that waterfall? I don't even need to tell you because I know you know that it runs dry. The fairies stop visiting. The butterflies go away. The trees dry up because their source of nourishment from the waterfall is gone. So if you're sitting at your desk or you're opening your phone, trying to write a social media post, or you're freaking in your email sequences or trying to launch something new and you're sitting there wondering what the hell is happening to me. I'm experiencing a creative block. No, not again. No, man. You need to go do something that you like. You need to go do something that brings you joy. You need to get out into the world and see the colors. You need to laugh. You need to do something stupid or crazy or fun. Even if that's riding your bike down the street, I don't care what it is, blaring your favorite song and not turning the volume down when you get to the red light. 
I don't care if it's eating a burger or inviting your friends over. I don't care if it's going to bed early or staying up late. I don't care what that crazy thing that you do is, but you have to like it. You have to really, really, really like it. Not like it in a way that looks good on Instagram and not like it in a way that makes other people happy. But I mean, you have to have like this knowing smirk on your face that is like, holy fuck, I like this. I love this. This is me. Like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if anyone in the world, if they could see me right now, they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're such a dork. But I love this. It's got to make you feel alive. And you will feel that rush. I promise you will feel that rush of creative energy start to flow inside you and pay attention to it. It will feel like life re-entering your body and it will feel like movement and fluidity. It will feel like you grow. It will feel like the smile on your face reminds you of what you felt like 10 years ago. It will remind you of why you started and why you actually want to keep going and it will remind you of who you are. Simple little things that you like, eating a favorite meal, doing something that feels rebellious or real, okay? Remaining true to what we like and scheduling it and prioritizing it, it's so important to our own creative energy. So I want you to prioritize that and start to play with it and see how that supports you. A couple other things, spaciousness. Oh my gosh, creativity requires spaciousness. I was actually just writing a blog post for one of my clients around the science of noise reduction and how it supports our well-being. But one of the pieces of information that I found just reinforced this idea so well when it comes to spaciousness invigorating creative energy. And it said something like, You know, when we're surrounded by noise and we're surrounded by people and there's so much going on, whether that is conversations and people needing you or, you know, an office where there's, God, so much energy or a coffee shop or a city that's constantly buzzing, it can be hard to hear our own thoughts. So when our minds are constantly responding to other people, when we're constantly being asked questions, when we're constantly needed, when our phones are constantly dinging and our kids are mom, mom, dad, dad, mom, you know, and when our partners are constantly involved and our parents and our people are needing us, we do not have time or space to be creative. So a lot of people think that spaciousness is boring or that when our calendars are really spacious, it's this sign of not being successful. And that is starting to be reframed drastically, thank God, in the workforce. But I want you to really challenge yourself to create spaciousness in your calendar, to block off time, to really be creative, to get creative, okay? What happens when we're busy constantly and we're in these noisy environments that are pulling us out of our own being, out of our own energy, out of our own ideas and, and gosh, thoughts and, and everything, when we're being pulled out of who we are and into the external world, we are disconnected from our own self. And yourself is what gives you that creative energy. You are your life force. 
being involved in the world will encourage your life force, but we have to be really careful that we're not overly involved, overly committed to that world so that we aren't fully disconnected from our own voice, from our own truth, okay? So spaciousness. Now, the last thing I want to share is process. This is so weird because you'll remember that I already said that creativity is non-linear, right? And we live in a very linear world, right? Seven days a week, 30 to 31 days a month, 24 hours in a day, work nine to five, unplug on weekends, make this much money, get this promotion, but don't get that promotion, marry this person, definitely don't marry that person, say this, don't say this, believe this, don't believe that, black, white, A plus B equals X, Y, right? And I really genuinely believe that when we enter a divergent state of thinking, when we allow ourselves to bend the linear lines that we have been taught and we allow ourselves to get abstract in the way that we think and process and see the world and we enter a gray state of being, we stop categorizing everything, right? What happens is we start to melt and we start to flow and when we become really fluid we enter this like constantly creative state now this is a really interesting place to be because we've seen like true artists and you hear stories like this right like this artist locked himself up in a room for 20 years and lived in the dark and smoked 29,000 packs of cigarettes and only drank whiskey lived in a small cabin in the middle of the woods and never saw anyone and slept by night and lived by like what I'm like oh my gosh who is this artist okay There's like the artist artist, right? And then there's like the artist who lives in the world. And I am an artist who lives in the world. I have to have my kids to school on time. I have to give them dinner. I have to, you know, do laundry and garden. And I have bills that need to be paid and responsibility to clients. And I have things in this world that I have to do. So to go into a full, creatively inspired, fluid state doesn't work for me because I also need to maintain those responsibilities and live in the world. So if we enter this like fully creative state, sometimes it threatens our safety. Okay. And you may have experienced this. If you're like, I am so intuitively creative. I just let my creative energy intuitively flow. And I post when I want to post and I share when I want to share and I grow my business when I want to grow my business. And I let it just like move me and I don't move it. And I just like let it flow. And then you're like, oh man, I didn't make any money this month. Or I didn't make as much money as I wanted. Or like last month I made a gazillion dollars. And this month I made zero dollars because last month I was like so inspired. And this month I'm not inspired at all. So yeah, I'm saying this with a bit of a humorous tone, but the truth is I've been in this state. I've allowed my creative energy to drive the bus. And I will tell you that it drove me off a couple of cliffs. All right. We need the balance. We need the balance to grow the brand and business that makes consistent progress over time. Otherwise, our creative energy, that waterfall that we love will literally move us in a thousand different ways and places and it will send us into these states that are like super beautiful and super alive, but also really detrimental to our nervous systems and the safety of living 
in our everyday lives. And I mean that in a way that's like, how are you going to pay your bills next month? How are you going to hit your retirement savings goals? How are you going to be the person that you desire to be? Show up for your partner, show up for your kids, show up for your clients. If you're only ever letting your creative energy lead the way. If my creative energy led the way, I'd probably show up for my business two times a week and I would live the fuck out of my life those other five days of the week. But that's not true for me. I need to show up for my people, right? And so processes are a really beautiful complement to creative energy. Why? Because they help us form a foundation upon which to stand, upon which to channel our creativity into, Okay, so batching content, for example, game changer, green flag, green flag, green flag, game changer, because I want to share my process with you. I batch content in a day. I have a Google Doc in my Google Drive and I open it and it's called May content and then it's called June content, and then it's called July content, and I sit and I carve out time, precious, beautiful, intentional time in my calendar, and I create, and I create posts, and I write story ideas, I write real ideas, and then I repurpose things, and I send them to my team, and I'm like, here is all of the things that we can use this month to create, and I have a marketing calendar so I know what I'm selling, and I feel so supported in my creativity that my waterfall is overflowing because there's clarity, because there's powerful structure around it. Okay. A waterfall is most powerful when it is given a place to flow where it's not just like spraying all over the place like a wild hose, you know, but when it's like in nature around rock that's coming from a lake and it's got like this little stream that it connects into and it's carved out and supported by the trees and it's eroding the rock slowly over time, but it's this beautiful destination, right? Not when it's just an overflowing bathtub and there's no way to clean it up and we're creating leaks in the roofs. Like we don't, we don't want that type of creative energy. So processes channel your creative energy in positive, constructive ways. And the content club is exactly this. I literally created the content club so that I can help you channel your creative energy productively into the places that you want it to go so that you can feel overflowing so that you have direction and support and coaching and conversation and collaboration in a co-creative process so that you can once a month come online with me and your community and get focused in that creativity so that you can stop feeling separate from your creativity and stop feeling like, man, I have to write a post today and then the next day and then the next day, but instead to sit down and to intentionally support yourself to be creative, right? To sit there and to be fed and handed creative prompts that will guide you to create freely, to channel your voice and your story, to talk about your work, to be coached through call to actions and different possibilities. That's what I want for you. And, and this is a really positive way to stir up your creativity is to allow yourself freedom in between. 
Freedom in between posts. We create enough posts in a single day to last an entire month. And will you want to go back and look at them again? Yeah, probably. Will you finish every prompt on that call on that retreat day? I don't know. But at least they're started and they're there for you to work with. And that feeling and that fear of like, oh God, another idea tomorrow takes away the pressure and the restriction and the force that are going to make you feel separate from your creative energy in the first place. You and your creativity are not separate. Therefore, you cannot be blocked from it. You cannot experience a creative block, but you can certainly do more to support harmony with your creative energy, to support the free flow of your creative energy. And that is what I want from you. So take away the idea that you are in a jail cell and your creativity is just out there in the world running free and you're separate from it. Take away the idea that your creativity and your ability to write has gone somewhere else other than right here with you because that is not possible. You are one. You are one. You cannot be blocked from each other. All you need to do is open yourself to soften yourself back up to continue to experience it the way that you have done before and before that and before that. Okay, so if you're wanting support with your creative energy, if you're tired of doing creativity the way that you're doing creativity, if you're ready to introduce processes to channel your creative energy productively, check out the content club. The link is in the show notes. You will absolutely freak out about this space. It is so fun. Every single month you get 30 prompts. You can join us live for our creative retreat day, or you can catch the replay, or you can do the prompts on your own. But I highly suggest joining us live so that you can have access to my coaching. You also get a playlist and access to the replay for two weeks inside the membership hub. So you can join us for one month and give it a test, or you can join us for three months and 12 months. Save yourself a bit of money when you join the membership and give yourself something to look forward to and take the pressure off you and yourself having to show up creatively day after day after day. Hope this episode was helpful and gave you a little bit of new insight into you and your own creative process. I'll see you back here again next week on the Brand Is You podcast. You are the best. Never forget it. I love you.